0: Be Mitch Finley, 1067 The Fan. Right now, help us learn a little bit more about Adam Peters. We're going to the Bay Area. Hello, Jennifer. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you doing, JP?
0: Uh, We're great. Thank you for making time for us, as always. I know it's a busy week for you guys because you have actual football to cover this weekend. (laughs) Here in Washington, we just have hirings and firings. Um. I, let's do a couple on Peters, and then I do want to ask you about the game this weekend. Um, we're talking with our friend Jennifer Lee Chan from NBC Sports Bay Area. You can follow her on x at Jennifer Lee Chan. Threads is the same thing. Um, what do we need to know about Adam Peters?
2: Wow. I'm, I mean, I think he's been such a huge part of building the roster that the 49 have, and you look at how good it is by how many guys they've had to give second contracts to. You know, mm-hmm. Brendan Ayuk's coming up, George Kittle, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, you know, all the guys that they've drafted. And I think he's been a huge part of it. You know, there's been good and there's been bad, but I think when you look at overall, no one's draft is perfect. So, um, but when you look at how many guys they've kept through all of the drafts since John Lynch and Kyle Shannon have been there, I think that's where you say, okay, this is a guy who knows how to scout talent. And then I think also watching John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, the relationship they have and how they build the roster, not just for players that they think are skilled and talented, but also how they're going to fit into a coach's team. So I think the experience seeing how the relationship, a positive relationship between a GM and a head coach, being a part of that is going to contribute to his success in the future.
1: Well, you look at the way he – what's his mindset when it comes to building a team? Does he like certain style linebackers, this, that, or the other?
2: I mean, I think he's, you know, best position of, you know, the best player at each position. But it's also a position of need, and then it's also for what the the head coach needs for the scheme. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just pick a guy who's, you know, a a downhill runner if that's not what the head coach is going to use in the scheme. So I think the acquisitions that they've made midseason as well, Christian McCaffrey, you know, Chase Young guys that they brought in midseason, Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, he's a really good identifier of talent for what the system needs, which I think is, you know, different from other relationships between GMs and head coaches, which I think is, you know, makes him a, a guy who can be successful in the league.
0: That is really interesting because he talked at length yesterday about one vision and organizational alignment. That is something that clearly they've had in San Fran kind of throughout this run. How hard is that to build? Like, have there ever been times where it was kind of going sideways out there?
2: I mean, I think there have been times where they've looked at players that, you know, one side or the other wanted and it didn't work out, um, I think. But it's also being understanding of what maybe the head coach wants versus what the GM wants and, you know, having a unique vision. Um, I mean, I remember one guy that Kyle Shanahan sought for was Joe Williams. And, he, you know, he never – played in a regular season game and his NFL career was very short lived. I think they all learned from that and realized that, you know, most of all above everything else are guys that love the game of football. And you look at George Kittle, who was a fifth round, Fred Warner, who was third, they found hidden gems in guys that they see potential in that just love the game of football. And I think that desire and love for the game is such a bigger motivational factor for players. And it, it, you know, it propels them to greater heights as their NFL career kind of progresses. And those guys that, you know, maybe aren't star players coming out of college, they aren't the, you know, the very top picks, but they found those guys who just, I think the their emotional mental state makes them better players in the game.
0: We are talking with 49ers beat writer for NBC sports Bay area. You can follow her on Twitter at Jennifer Lee Chan. She's all, she's also a retired professional wrestler. One of the questions that is that I get a lot here in DC about Peters, because I have been talking with you, talking with Mayoko, talking with people around the league. I have been telling folks they should be really, really excited about this hire. Right. Um, But one question a lot of fans say, well, who was behind the Trey Lance trade? And Mm. I don't think it's enough to only look at one miss on an organization that's built so much. But what can you tell us about the Trey Lance trade?
2: You know, I think you look at every, you know, all the different trades that have happened between the Niners in and out. They've had some good moves. They've had some bad moves. But I think at, you know, a certain point you've got to, I think at that point, You needed to get something for Trey Lance, and so something is better than nothing. Because I think if they, you know, went on, they were going to have to release him, and then they're not getting anything for him. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I mean, you know, I mean, more the decision to to go up
0: and draft him, not get rid of him Uh, later. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha.
2: You know, I think they saw a raw talent, and they, you know, a guy who again loved the game of football, just not a lot of experience. And yeah, it ended up being an unsuccessful trade and move up and uh, everything for the team. But I think what they saw, and then you also look at Trey Lance. I mean, he didn't have a fair chance with all the injuries that he dealt with. So he didn't have a full season, um, you know, with the off season and getting healthy. And then, you know, his body kind of trying to adjust for the injuries that he had. So not a completely fair chance for Trey Lance. But um, I think it was a collective pick for Trey Lance, I I think you know John Lynch Kyle Shanahan the entire scouting department decided that that was their guy and I mean the story is is that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan didn't tell each other who they wanted quarterback wise when they were going to make the move to take one and they came together right before the draft and they both had Trey Lance so it was Kyle Shanahan John Lynch and the scouting department so I don't think he's you know the one guy that you would put blame on for Trey Lance and Um, But, you know, I've also talked to Adam Peters, you know, just kind of, you know, off the record when I've seen him out, and he said quarterback is one of the hardest positions to scout, and I think everybody knows that. And, you know, not necessarily, you know, what they see in college. That doesn't necessarily translate to NFL success. I mean, you've seen it over and over again where a guy is successful in college and then he comes out and just is not successful in the league. Right. Um, But, um, you know, I think – there's there's plenty of, I don't, know, I don't know if I would say blame, but I think it was definitely a group decision to take Trey
1: Lance. But you know what I care about more? The fact that they saw they had made a mistake and they got rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they yeah. moved on. And so they did, had so much, much talent, talent right elsewhere. There. So many people make the mistakes, and you, you know what they do? They never do anything about it, and they, that mistake lasts forever. They got rid of that right. mistake.
0: I, I totally exactly. agree. So
1: totally I, agree. I, I, I appreciate that. Whoever, uh, if he did that, then that that makes that that bowl is even better for me.
0: What we have seen here <laughs> is self preservation yeah. at all costs. What that yeah. is is the opposite, and I applaud it. Um, right. Gen- Jennifer, we'd be remiss if we don't ask you about this weekend's game. Packers coming to town after that beatdown of the Cowboys. Uh, what are you expecting?
2: I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. I would think uh, looking at the Packers, Jordan Love. Kind of reminds me of way the way Brock Purdy, kind of everybody saw him at the beginning of his playoff run last year. He's playing really efficient football. He's playing within the scheme. You look at Matt Lafleur and finally having a full season with his offense in line instead of like having to kind of bend for Aaron Rodgers. And I think you know there was a transition at the beginning of the season, but you see them really kind of firing on all cylinders now. And with Jordan Love and Matt Lafleur kind of being on the same page now. Their offense really looks good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They do, but I think um, I think the Niners' defense will be ready for the challenge. I imagine. Who do you think wins? Uh,
2: I'm thinking the 49 Niners do, just because of the way things have lined up for them. You know, getting Eric Armstead back in the interior of the defensive line, Javon Hargrave, you know, coming back from the hamstring injury that kept him out of Week 18. Uh, Christian McCaffrey coming back from the calf strain. I mean, they really are outside of Cleveland Farrell being out for, you know, on the defensive as a defensive end, they really have almost their entire roster healthy, which is unbelievable for this time in the season. The bye week came at such a perfect time. And I think, you know, they've had really good, lively practices. And I think because it's such a veteran locker room that they know not to let, you know, their guard down, not to, you know, be too, you know, overconfident going into this game. I think they're ready, and, you know, the energy in the locker room and around the building has been really good.
0: Covering playoff football, Uh, a a guy can dream. I hope you enjoy (laughs)
2: it, Jennifer. (laughs) Someday soon. Adam Peters will help you get there. I I
0: appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) I I know you're busy as hell, so I really appreciate you making time.
2: No problem. Good to talk to you guys.
0: Thank you. That is our friend Jennifer Lee Chan. Give her a follow on X at Jennifer Lee Chan.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month
0: with eligible trade-in when you switch.